Anytime we buy something, it's always a good idea to check the product ratings. Last thing you want is a pair of yoga pants that are actually see-through, or an office app that pops up a patronizing paperclip assistant every other minute. Yes, you remember these, don't you? So what if you're in the market for a good consultant? Are there online reviews that can help us with this? Hi Heidi and hi Brent. Hello. So it's tricky enough when I, I need to find a new dentist and of course with my British teeth I need to find them quite frequently. So uh, how do you go about finding a, a good consultant? I do think a dentist is a good comparison because it's everyone's horror story to imagine having a bad dentist and you pay a lot for the pain. <laughs> and that's kind of similar to getting a bad consultant. <laughs> I certainly know as, as an editor, working as an editor, it was all about networking and taking people's recommendations. I mean, is that how it works for you guys? Well, networking is a good tool. If you're on the client side, talking to similar businesses who you've worked with is one way to find out who's in the market, who does good work. There's also the marketing perspective of, ooh, that's a big name. I want Mr. Big Name Consultant. You can go with that. You're going to pay for that. None of those approaches really guarantee that the needs that you have are actually covered by that consultant. Right. So to go back to the dentist, uh, you may have problems with grinding your teeth. Going to a dentist who specializes in teeth whitening is not <laughs> going to help you with grinding your teeth. This brings me to an interesting point. So this doesn't sound like a blatant infomercial for Orgology because they are pretty amazing. <laughs> Ka-ching! Uh, <laughs> have you ever had an initial consultation with a, a client and, and thought to yourselves, look, hands up, we, we, we're not the people for you? It has happened and it does happen. Uh, one of the primary reasons we would say no is not because the work is too big or there's too much to do. It's just not within our expertise to help a client with a specific problem. Right. Or we look at what they perceive as the solution and it is not going to help them and they are not interested in discussing collaborative problem solving. That's also one that we regularly step back yeah. from. Okay. And we should talk a little bit about how this process works. Uh, yeah, yeah. In the federal, state, in government, let's just say government all the way across from city up to federal, there are processes in place, procurement laws, where they have to put out a request and then consulting companies reply to that request. It's a request for proposal. We do a response to a request for proposal or an RFQ, request for qualifications. It's, and like, a written, it's like a written interview process. It really is. A, okay. Yeah. You are sending supporting documents as to why they should hire you, along with your cost and everything else. Even after that's done, if they select you, you still have the option of saying, you know, this just really isn't for us. Very rarely would you do that because you've gone through a whole vetting process. You understand what they need. On the commercial side and nonprofit and smaller business side, a lot of our clients are word of mouth. We worked with somebody, somebody knows somebody, or another consulting group, and we've pushed work to other consulting groups that have a specialty that we don't have. 
I, I think what this comes down to is in both of these situations, when we come in the door, because we are ethical consultants who do sometimes say no, yep. not all consultants may be ethical and turn down work. We come in with a set of questions that might be similar to what you hear from your therapist. We don't go into, tell me about your mother, <laughs> but we do... Tell me about your CPA. <laughs> definitely. That would be one of the questions, that we really have a question and answer session to try and understand, is this fit right? And that, as a consumer of consultant services... Maybe it is right for you that you invite big name consulting group, Inc., right. and they come in and they do their dazzling dog and pony show. And you go, hey, I don't care what I get out of this. I like the dog and pony show. It <laughs> looks like we did something and I don't really want to do anything at all. Right. That may be the right fit and solution for you. Congratulations. Anybody who's been following and listening to the podcast has got a really good sense of what you guys bring to the table. But if someone's joining us today for the first time, well, welcome to the mm -hmm. podcast. But can you just give me a broad idea of what you guys actually come in and do for those that are really not too familiar with the, the process of employing the services of a consultant? For the particular field we work in, my bottom line statement is we want to make work less painful. When you go into the office, any employee should be able to do what they need to do in line with whatever your mission is, whether that's you can easily come in and take over at the till and cashier in and out, or whether that is when you go in, it takes you an hour to log in and the till isn't working because it's not connected to the internet. That is right, painful right. work that is not effective. We want everyone to be able to go in and be effective across people, process, and technology. So those are the three areas we look at. Do you hover around in the background with a clipboard wearing a brown coat for a, a couple of months doing some sort of due <laughs> diligence on, on how this company operates how does that work 50 years ago <laughs> yes that's what ibm would have done they're called time and motion studies yep. they would have, so, oh there you go yeah yep. they would have come in and they did time and motion studies to see how people functioned within the organization and where Ooh. efficiencies could be taken wow and added right. we now call it lean six sigma where yep. we come in and we look at reducing waste uh wasn't that called taylorism Taylorism okay. or yeah. or TQM, Total Quality Management. Yeah. yeah. Are you impressed? I know about Taylorism. You remember your <laughs> you remember your business classes. <laughs> I, yeah. So that was basically where he would stick light bulbs on people's fingers. Mm. This yeah. is back in the days of Henry Ford, and yeah. take long exposure shots so that they could catch the motion of the hands doing tasks. Yeah. And then he would come up with ways of making that more efficient. More efficient. Yeah, and yeah. look at yeah. that in a modern digital age, and that is still yeah. one of the questions that we're answering. Wow. And this is why I joke about your therapist and your dentist. If we're being <laughs> academic, one of the things that our type of consulting believes in, and this is a real choose path A or path B decision that 
clients should be informed of. You can choose expertise consulting, and that is very often and very typically the secret sauce consulting company. That is the big business that comes in who says, you outsource. That's what we tell everyone. You outsource. <laughs> yeah, yeah. China's your answer. solution. Yes. Yeah. 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 And China, outsourced yeah. China, great decision right now. What could go yeah. wrong? Oh, blimey. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and I know, I know we've been quite jovial about the analogy here of the dentist and even with the therapist, but it is that sort of relationship, isn't it? I mean, you it trust is. a dentist to diagnose the problem with your teeth, yeah. Uh, and yeah. even go in there with a drill and drill them out, mm. and mm. you trust the therapist with your deepest, darkest mm-hmm. uh, emotions and and everything mm. skeletons in the cupboard. So, of uh, someone employing you has to have that trust in you and yeah. they have to commit to the whole procedure yeah, yeah. for it well, to work. all the way from yeah. and one of the things we do quite often early on is an analysis yeah uh, and, and a diagnosis with them and that's where we differ from secret sauce consulting and i think it's really important for clients to be clear do they want to go through an analysis and a diagnosis and collaborative problem solving? Or are they looking for someone to come in and say, outsource, yeah. outsource is the answer. Yeah, right. And, and many consultants will just come in with an answer. This is the answer you need to know. Many organizations don't want that. They want to be part of the solution building. And uh, so it really depends. Yeah, yeah. And to, to not be an infomercial, <laughs> I would say, Personally, that is something that you need to know about your business. I can't direct you in one direction or another. I can say we do analysis-based collaborative consulting. That's our choice. But if you are choosing a consulting therapist for yourself, a consultant to come in to trust, be aware of the universe that you're selecting them from. I like that title. I think you guys should use that, a consulting therapist, because that, yeah. that really is so accurate. That's exactly well, what you're doing. I am a consulting psychologist. Uh, it's actually yeah, a division are. of the APA. It's interesting also when you're looking at consultant, don't randomly pick a consultant because there are mattress consultants. Right. There are car consultants. There are construction consultants. You might want to, if you're Googling consultant, Make sure you're Googling with some very specific needs. requirements and needs. Yeah. Don't just right. type in consultant right. because uh, just like type in coach and you'll get life coaches, you'll get yeah. career coaches, yeah. you'll, you'll get, get chakra coaches, soccer coaches, yeah. and you'll actually get <laughs> professional coaches much like us uh, yeah. in orgology employees. So there is a difference between consultants. There's a difference between coaches. So, be careful what you look for and then ask a lot of questions because yeah. it's your money and it's your organization. And it's your trust. Yeah. And if, but if your business has got that toothache, mm-hmm. you need to go and see the dentist. Yes, that yeah. too. <laughs> you do. Well, thank you very much. And uh, what have we got to look forward to next week then? We are going to talk about radical transparency. Do you really know what that means? And are you comfortable with it? Well, I'm not clear on that one. So um, you'll enlighten me in next week's episode. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. We'll talk soon. Mm-hmm.